And we're back at the Bait and Switch Podcast Studios. Today we have an interview with Chad Honer, a friend of mine and a previous co-worker. He's also done some work in Chris's office here, and uh, he's just kind of a general man around town. I've been doing some digging in our download numbers, and we've noticed a whole lot of views from California. Now, our podcast is based in Milwaukee, but it's not really a Milwaukee podcast. It's intended for all audiences, so we're glad to hear a lot of people coming from California listening to our show. You guys out there, keep passing the word around about the Bait and Switch podcast. If somebody leaves a comment, we'll give you a shout out in the future. Keep it up, Callie. Enjoy. Welcome. This is Richard Wilson. If your seat backs and tray tables are not already in their full upright positions, it's too late. Brace for impact. It's the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. I'm Jim Martin and with my co-host, Chris Beyer. And today our guest is Chad Honer. So how are you doing, Chad? I'm doing well, gentlemen, and how are you? Great. Doing great. Well, hey, I want to mention one thing before we get started, which is we are recording this in a different location than we typically do. We typically do it where, Jim? The Bait and Switch Studios. The Bait and Switch Studios, yep. yep. In the basement, but uh, there is <laughs> the a prob- there's a problem with my sump pump. Yesterday, I noticed a smell around the house, and so I narrowed it down to what I thought was the dish rag. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's yeah. been on the counter and it's yeah. just gotten you gross. You thought the dish rag was smelling out the whole house. Exactly. I thought this was the worst dish rag of all time. <laughs> it sounds so, like it. So I, you know, I put it in a plastic bag and took it outside, and it was just bad. I mean, it was in the house and in the office, the smell. And so then I started smelling myself. Sure. I had my pajamas on still. Yeah. And I thought, I need you know, to make better life choices. Right, right, right. Yeah, this, uh, this single guy stuff, yeah, I, not doing well for it you. Was, yeah. It was bad. So I came out in the office uh, this morning, and I was telling somebody this dish rag story, and she said, that's not possible. This smells yeah. terrible. Right, right, right. right. And, um, Something died in here. And she said, how about your basement? Have you been in the office basement? And I Light went downstairs, bulb. and I've got a problem with the office basement. There's a problem with the basement. So there's water down there, and I picked it up. So that's why we're upstairs here tonight. Uh, a little background on Chad and, and myself. We, uh, we worked together for a while. We both work in the computer industry. And uh, so we met at work and knew each other for a couple of years before he decided to bail on us. And I did bail. For sweeter pastures, greener pastures. Those pastures weren't as sweet or as green. They never are. Well. But yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they are sometimes. I haven't found sometimes any Sometimes they are. Pastures. Uh, this time they were green and then it became a that dystopian horror flick that you see uh, uh, yes. late night on television. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. And uh, that movie ended about a month ago, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. So I had to uh, find something else. We've established that I'm the least tech savvy of the three here. They're, these guys are both involved in computers. And so when I came up with an idea for this podcast, I want to serve an underserved audience. And so I thought, let's go after the Luddite slash Amish crowd. That's oh, I like out, that. It's turned, I like that. Yeah. But it's turned out it's, to be a mistake. They are, they are underserved, but it critically, well, it turns out that it was by choice. Yeah. <laughs> and so, right. so uh, I think we've. I I think it's been a miscalculation. Right. Right. Well, we're going to have to reevaluate our marketing plan, I guess. Our audience at this point it's small, but it's fiercely ambivalent. 
<laughs> right. yeah, and they're elusive. I view them as a formidable adversary, actually. Yeah, something, I think, something to be wrestled with, and yes. tackled and subdued, sure. right? Exactly. exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a boutique audience. Yeah, right. It's a honed niche. Actually, on a more factual basis, we have had 250-plus hits in our first couple weeks. Yep. yep. I don't know. Is that more than you thought, less than you thought? I think it's more than than I thought. I'll tell you the the last one, and and of course this is uh, time delayed for you you people who are actually listening to this, but uh, the the most recent Facebook post that I put on our on our page had 750 views because your biking team shared right. it, Natalie shared it, I shared it, my niece shared it. Your niece is one of Natalie's friends. She recognized that you know, and and uh, this this sort of is a good segue into my next. Uh, segment i guess but i was just down in florida this past week we were down in daytona oh. over the week and uh you know the big race this is, again was, again for you time delayed people race. this is months ago for you but well, this, this is, is years ago probably at this right point, right, but, right right um so yesterday was the daytona 500 correct as jim knows uh, i am a huge racing fan particularly nascar but i'll if it's got an engine and wheels i'll probably watch it it was won by austin dillon NASCAR has been an interesting thing for the last couple of years. And I've been watching for over 30 years now. This is like my third or fourth generation of new drivers that's come in. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and my guy retired last year. Matt Kenseth re- retired. Ah, uh, the problem is the team he was weird. with had a young guy tagged to take the ride over. Yeah. So what's the answer? How come he does not have a ride? Because he's too old. Ageism. In a sense, it's it, in NASCAR, is- they're... Trying to market these young guys. Um, Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is 27, and he's one of the older young guys. You know, I'm I'm following uh, the sport I follow is cycling. Mm -hmm. But I've been following it long enough now that I'm starting to see second-generation people, you know, sons Mm -hmm. of of people. Oh, okay. And time marches on. And that brings me to a segment that we've done before. It's called the bait-and-switch timeline. Ah, yes. (laughs) I try and bring in a current event thing. Just so our listeners, when they listen in the future, might know when this was recorded. Sure. So I was recently watching the Grammys, and I was watching with my 13-year-old daughter, who's very into this stuff. She knows all the different artists, and all these people get on stage, and I don't know any of these people. Yeah. And then I look up, I see a couple faces I don't recognize. And sure enough, it's the part where they talk about people dying. In memoriam, (laughs) In memoriam, yeah. we lost. (laughs) These are the people I recognize, and that might be a sign that I'm getting older. Could yeah, be. I've uh, I've noticed that my wife and I also like to watch the award shows, and I, it never fails every year now that when I watch those and they do the in memory, I'm like, holy, how when did they die? <laughs> yeah, how right. did, yeah how did you know that's so and so? How did I miss right. that? <laughs> the one that got yeah. me this last year was Tom Petty. Very much so. Very much so. Very much. And then, if you remember, within three or four days, the next star to die, mm-hmm. maybe not as big a name, yeah. but was Fats Domino. Yes. So. This is the question I have. How does Fats Domino, a man from the 1950s, outlive Tom Petty, who had his heyday in the 80s? How it's, is that possible? It's crazy. I just think that things were built better in the 50s and 60s than they are in the, you know, in the in more recent people, time. People were built Even better. people. I just, we're sturdy. I'm starting to get to the point in my life where I'm wondering what kind of world I'm going to leave for Keith Richards, actually. <laughs> I mean, that guy. We, so, all, we all thought he was going to be dead 30 years ago. The, yes. Yeah. Literally, yeah. everybody thought, oh, Keith Richards is gonna he's gonna be like Hendrix and Joplin and Jim yeah, Morrison. Right. He's gonna He disappointed he, us. 
Well, I don't. <laughs> He's still hanging well, out. It, it, I think it was disappointment. You sound disappointed. Well, I think it was disappointment, but now it's just sheer amazement. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's like a weekend at Bernie's thing? You think they're just stringing yeah, them up by strings? Some. If that's if it's or it's like Chuck E. Cheese, they're animatronic. Yeah, that could be. It I too. mean. Right. I would like to shake head, the hand. Like Ted Williams' head. Just oh, my God. It's <laughs> a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> the frozen splinter. Right. Um, <laughs> if it's if it's animatronics, I would like to shake the hand of both the software guy on that and the hardware guy. Yeah. Because that's amazing. Yeah. Spoken from a true computer nerd. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yes, sorry. It, if I only I could that. shake the hand of the guy who did the hardware on yeah, this. Right. I, I've got a theory about yeah. Fats Domino. I believe if you go back and look at Back to the Future... He was in the band that played at the dance. Yes, the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. The yes, the Enchantment Under the, the Sea. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's that right. One. I think that he got in the car that McFly was driving. Oh, he got in the, the DeLorean. He climbed into the DeLorean, DeLorean. McFly. He went to the future, got insulin, because he's fats, he probably had diabetes, and yeah. this is what kept him alive. Came back. That's why he outlived Tom Petty. Honestly, I think isn't that really the only explanation? I think well, I think is. the only thing that really stopped Tom Petty was that an incorrect misdosing of prescription medication he was supposed to take. Of course. No, I think the DeLorean thing. DeLorean no, I'm thing. To, no, no, I'm willing to go with that as well. I'm not saying that Fast Domino didn't, you know, have a hand in Tom Petty's death. Oh, let's now we're taking this. Yeah, let's oh, start that wow. theory while we're at it. If we're okay. going to go with DeLoreans, I mean. So right. he, he went, got into the DeLorean, went to the future, somehow Messed Sabotage. with a doctor's yes. prescription yes. pad. It just found, or maybe he just found out when Petty died and said, "I just got to make it a couple yep. more yeah. days." That could you be. Know, that's maybe that's. And then it. he could win like the Deadpool. That's yeah. a short celebration. That's like three days. <laughs> made it. But made it. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> now another another timeline thing here. Are you guys watching the Winter Olympics? Not as much as I would like. Let me let me just stop both of you before you say anything. I'm DVRing <laughs> everything. Do not tell me. If North Korea invades, I don't want to know that. No, yeah, right. Well, I kind of have the impression that if they actually invade, you're going to hear about it whether you've DVR'd or not. No, no, he's really good at at keeping away. I'm staying away from the news. I stay away from everything. I, uh, yeah. I'm so far behind. I'm actually watching the Sochi games right now from oh, 2014. I don't know if those were actually games so much as just a miscarriage of justice. Yeah, I heard about all the cheating. I'm not you know, talking about the cheating. I'm just talking about the fact that they had to slap the village together at the last minute. Remember the one guy had like he put his fist to the door yeah. or something yeah. like that. Or something. Yeah. Sochi was like they basically had like the those hollow corridors you can buy at Menards because they couldn't yeah. get the nice handcrafted ones. And know. and not only that, <laughs> is was, there a Menards in Russia? Let's just start with that. For I'm example, not sure. I, I think there's a Menards doing it, business over there. The first one is Baku, and that's Azerbaijan. But anyway. <laughs> I was watching, uh, again, the old Sochi games, and you guys might not remember this. Uh, there was a controversy back then. There was a couple, I think it was from Belarus. Uh, the guy was like 23, and the woman was like 20. And it came to light during the games that they had been in a relationship for about three years. And so he got into trouble. He was labeled a predator. And so during their performances, they had to enter. They were figure skating people. Yeah. They had to enter the rink from opposite sides of the rink and keep 30 feet apart. Do you remember that? Well, yeah, there was the restraining order. The restraining yeah, that order. That was the thing. And <laughs> yeah. so they yeah. had to do their so, routine yeah. right, separately right. from it each was, other. It turned into sort of like synchronized yes. figure skating. It was yeah. really wild. Yeah. It was. Re- do you remember that, Chad? <laughs> I don't. I, you don't remember that? Well, it was four keep, years ago. It was four years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> even in preparing for this year's Winter Games, I'm sending the DVR up and I'm like, so is there anything you want me to get? And my wife's like, no. Yeah, and I looked at her. I'm like, "You don't want to watch the game?" She's like, and she looks at me, and she's like, "No, no, I have no interest." I said, "What about the summer games?" 
Because when we, when she and I met, they were. I remember the Beijing games were a big deal. Because oh yeah, we watched them at her folks' house when we were dating, and okay. I thought she was into it. So I'm like, sure. oh, cool, the Olympics. <laughs> Truth be told, she the was, relationship I, I, or no, the Olympics. The, she oh, was okay. into the relationship. She <laughs> okay. still is. There's a ring so, on my hand. So it was <laughs> a it was a romance set, kind of like Titanic and the love story. <laughs> right. This was the Olympics with the, the backstory right, of the right. yeah. Sort of, but but unfortunately, sort of based on a false premise. Are you concerned about that? No. 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 Well, my love for to, my wife, to... there is nothing that will shake that. Well, I think your whole world is in a. In a no, <laughs> these are just these whirlwind. are just perfectory things on the perimeter. Good, good. The core things, they're great. Wow. To well finish done. the the story yeah. with the, uh, the skaters, <laughs> right? Despite the fact that they these figure skaters could not get within thirty feet of each other due to the court order, they still won the silver. But because of the restraining order, they took the guy and put him on the bronze side of the podium. Because sure. it was so too close. It was sure. too close. Yeah. He yeah. started flirting with the girl that won the bronze. There became a fight. He went up to the gold platform to get the higher ground. Sure. And then that violated his court order, and he got arrested. It was so, a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember it. I, you yeah, remember, I remember it well. Well, they, they call it the brawl on the podium. It was quite a scene. I'm surprised you don't. Well, I mean, it was, you you know, know, it was so four years ago. You know what, ago. though? Yeah, it, was so it, was, it was winter. If it was about the same time, I was probably gearing up for NASCAR season anyway. Yeah, see. So uh, so this last week, we were going back to Daytona. Yep. I, I got to, as we were flying in, I saw the Speedway, mm-hmm. which was cool. I mm-hmm. saw that. And one day we were there, we saw the blimp. Mm-hmm. So, But we did not see Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick on the beach. Count your lucky stars. Oh, man. Because she probably would have run into you anyway. Yeah, that's apparently. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> and I say that tongue-in-cheek. She's a talented race car driver. Yeah. I just don't think that stock cars were well-suited to her. They're a much heavier car than she was used to. Right. That right. You know. Danica Patrick, she's 35-ish? Give or take, yeah. yeah. That uh, The biological clock is ticking there. Yeah. And, it, you know, Aaron, she's probably thinking Aaron's got to get on the ball, you yep. know, if this is going to so happen, yep. right? If he's so under pressure... Show. He's been able to do the two-minute drill before, right? He can do that. Yeah, yeah sure. He, sure. He, uh, uh, the no-snuggle offense. And, you know, he, <laughs> at this point, he, he, he's used to dropping back in the pocket with no protection. That's a good point. And throw it long and just have all his boys swarm the ball. Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this he runs this drill over and over again. He can do it in his sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite possibly. That was brought up. Several years ago, when she was like before she changed over to NASCAR, you know, what do you think about having a family? Because she has been previously married, and I may be mistaken, but I believe that was one of the points that caused the divorce. Oh, I thought the problem was she wanted to date Aaron Rodgers. Well, (laughs) right, yeah. Uh, Danica Patrick, I heard her on a rival podcast, I will not mention Mm -hmm. this. No, no, she had an hour long interview, and I wasn't overly impressed. Oh, really? Yeah, she does come across as not cuddly. No, not cuddling. No, she's is, not a snuggler. Right. She's, she is. She's very competitive. She, that's what made her a, a good race car driver. She's very competitive. She wants to win, you know. And that's those are things you want when you hire a race car driver. You don't want them to settle for twentieth. No. no, you know, like I'll just ride around out here. Cruise, you, know? you got cruise control on this thing because right. I like to just set it about fifty. <laughs> Do you have more than? Is there a better radio in this than just talking to the spotter? Right, you right. know, yeah, because I really, I really like a, a nice, uh, right. you know, right mellow, um, mellow tune. No, she's. It, that there has been discussion of her demeanor overall that it's less than pleasant. Yeah. Um I wouldn't say it's catty. No. But uh, is I it catty wampus? Maybe. I almost went there. I chose not. Kitty to. wampus. Is that Kitty wampus. There you go. <laughs> anyway. uh, I do remember a couple years ago at the Indy 500. 
she was involved in another incident. Uh, and a lot, to be fair, a lot of the incidents she was involved in were not of her doing. She was just behind it. Something happened in front of her, and you had the choice to go this way, that way. Yep. She chose poorly. Right. And it happens. Right. I mean, you're split second. You've yeah. got that much time to decide, right. do I go this right. way? Well, they're, and they're actually told to drive at the crash. Well, yeah, because by the, in by theory, the time they get there, in it's theory, gone. by the time, yeah. if the crash is starting, say, by the outside wall and coming down, if you drive for where the car was, yeah. in theory, it'll be, be gone. Yeah. I watched too much of this NASCAR stuff because that's what I do in my <laughs> well, own life. There's, there's yeah, I right. see the crash, I drive right at it. The, um, <laughs> the Olympics, the event that I really like is I like the biathlon. Oh, it's fascinating, It's a great yeah. thing. There's uh, the one race that I'm a little confused about is the biathlon mixed relay. What the heck is that? Biathlon that and mixed like relay. something well, off. Bi- it's a relay. Bi- <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Biathlon mixed relay. Hold on. Well, anyway, I, I really do enjoy the biathlon. What's cool about it is there'll be a certain order, and then they get to the shooting part, and then it's a completely different order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have, you, have you watched the biathlon? No, I didn't, I didn't know that. Why well, is it? Well, so you're, you've, you've just skied... And then you have to come in to the range, pull the gun off your shoulder, breathe, or yep. take your shot between heartbeats. With, yep, without your heart and moving your without weapon. moving your weapon all around. And you've just, like I said, you've just done a cardio, you know, a cardiac type event. Yep. Take your best shot or two. I think I forget how many they get in the. It's a, five. It's five. And what happens is, if you miss, you do a penalty loop. Right. And so every time this shooting thing happens, there's a reordering. Yeah, it's a shuffling of, of the okay. deck. It's shuffling gotcha. of the deck. And so it's it's very fascinating to see yeah, how often cool. this happens. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, the thing is, is I'm into this. So I'm going to start a biathlon club oh, here cool. in nice. Tulsa. And I'm going to uh, have it down at Hart Park, you know, down there. Sure. Yep. Actually, we've already started this group. And we ski around the track. Okay. And then every 10 minutes or a kilometer or so, we'll stop and we'll shoot cans off of the fence of the tennis courts. Sure. Sure. And the, the wrinkle that I, I'm doing to make this a little bit more interesting, it's a concealed carry biathlon. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. so the thing is, is that you're shooting these things, yeah. and just by the time the neighbors get concerned that there's gunfire, you put it you back. put them back, and yeah, they you, don't know what's nothing. going on, what's, and what's you're happening? back skiing again, and they right. think, well, it's not so, them. Right. I'm guessing right. you're wearing baggier attire then. You're not wearing the suits like they're wearing in the Olympics yeah. that are yeah, exactly. rather right. form-fitting. Yeah. It's a it's a good new club. Yeah, and I, I like just it. hope that uh, you know the the ninnies, the nannies don't you know shut well, us down. I think as long as you keep the the start time <laughs> staggered. Yeah, but yeah. and then are you doing any night events like a good two three in the morning like around bar time? <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's a good idea. idea. You know, the main thing I'm going to do to to maybe make this more palatable for people is I'm going to start making sure there's nothing behind the targets because there's been some flesh wounds. There's been some Come cars on. hit. But, but I mean, what, you know, sort of, what, what are you going to regulate everything people now? Are, people are always going to complain. They're going to yeah, find something. Exactly. There's going to be something. You'll yeah. offend, somebody will be offended by anything you do. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody I gets say, hit by a stray bullet now and then, like, all of a sudden, everybody's up in arms. Right. Yeah. Jeez. On a more serious note, when it does snow... And I know that there's these biathletes out there. I get worried about the biathlete serial killer. Yeah, I mean they're they're out there. They could track they, them down though. They, I think. Yeah, I don't but know. What, I if, mean, they, what if they start do, doubling back and then they're going over their own tracks again? That's true. And just, these are professionals. True. They know how to cover their tracks. <laughs> Let's say you were to commit a random crime. Hmm. How good do you think you would be at eluding the law and covering your tracks? <laughs> nope. You, you think I, you'd get caught? I have a hard time not telling my wife I cheated on my diet. <laughs> right. There's no way. Right, right. If, if somebody comes up to me and goes, so where were you on the uh, 5th of I give, November? I give, I give. 
I was at the movies. Do you have a ticket stub? No, I did it. You know, it's, you yeah, know, right, it's not right. going to happen. Um, I didn't even really do it, but I'll say I did it because you're like you're asking me all these questions. <laughs> right. I'm worried. I've always been worried about going to jail. I'm. Yeah, I know. I'm, I think I'm pretty attractive. You and I, we live on the edge. Yes. I mean, that's that's pretty pretty evident. You I'm know. one of those guys that when I do get a parking ticket, I'm glad that they caught me. You're glad to see that. <laughs> I, I am. I am. You're glad to see that the rules that are there also apply to you. Yes. That you're not and, out and, of bounds. And, yes. and they you're are, not above the law. Right. And they are, in fact, being enforced. It's sort yes. of a test for you this to test how. the law enforcement. I'm going to park my car overnight, see if they give me a ticket. How come you didn't give me a ticket? Did you call them the next day? Hey. I didn't get a ticket last night. I was overnight. Yeah, I, uh, I tried to play that game when I lived uh, actually not far from the from the studios here. Sure, uh, lived over in a neighborhood closer to the ballpark, and yeah. uh, I would. You lived in the ballpark, is what in the ballpark. Yeah, the ballpark. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I would get tickets on my truck, and I wasn't buying the overnight sticker. I'm like, hey, whatever. Sure. You know. Sure. So I'd, you weren't you weren't buying no, it physically, buying or you just weren't buying it as a concept. Well, I was not, not purchasing okay. the overnight parking sticker. Okay, for I my thought vehicle. it was a conceptual thing. Okay, uh, I had bought into the parking way. enforcement because I think that's generally a good thing. We don't need to have people parking everywhere. Right. And then one day I went to get up and I was going to run some errands. So I'm like, hey, where's my uh, where's my truck? And I for a second I thought, did it get stolen? I turned to one of my roommates. And I go, Rob. So my truck was there. Was it there when you got home? Oh, I'll bet you got towed by the city. You can call them and ask. I'm like, okay. So I called the city up. I'm like, hey, so here's my plate. They go, oh, yeah, we took your, you're over on, uh, you're at the lot over on Lincoln. It seems a little far away, but okay. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, city. They could have just taken it to the, to the stadium. Get a big parking lot there, but they whatever. Could, they could have, but they then it's easy car to... sale. <laughs> <laughs> they sold my car. <laughs> right. It's the blowout event at the stadium. <laughs> Every time. Chad's car. That's right. Half price. No one, that's, that's how they can sell this them. This nice stuff. Um, so I go and I have to pay all my unpaid parking tickets and then the fee. You got me. I guess Keep you it. got me. Keep it. It's not worth it. No, <laughs> that, that was all I had. That's pretty much, I needed that one. I was going to mention two last... Uh, Olympic scandals. I don't know. We talked about the speed skating, uh, the the figure skating scandal. Sure. Uh, in curling, they yeah. caught a guy using a Swiffer. That's illegal. Oh, oh man. yeah, microfiber. I mean, yeah. come on. And then one, I don't know how, why they thought they're going to get away with this, but the Roomba. They brought out a Roomba for that. Sure. That's a mistake. They didn't, they, wait, yeah. they yeah. didn't designate the Roomba as a teammate. Apparently. <laughs> see, he wasn't on the scorecard. That's see. That's, yeah. 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 Too many right. guys showed up, and the Roomba. Yeah. And the sure. other one is. Uh, some of these athletes have been in the military, and there's a snowboarder that's in the military, and he's kind of a gung-ho guy. And during the snowboarding competition, it got a little too warm. It melted, and he turned it into a waterboarding competition. I didn't think that was right. No, that's not right. Yeah, but if he continued the, the competition. He well, did not extract a uh, confession from somebody. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, we, oh, we, we did find out. Not waterboarding, yes, not right, like right, wakeboarding. Exactly. I'm right. sorry. I was confused. My bad. <laughs> as much as uh, I'm I for waterboarding, I wasn't happy when they did it for my parking tickets. I said I confessed well, already. I was going to say, that's what they oh, found wait, out. That's you what didn't they found out. You had a county parking ticket, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They take that seriously. Now that Clark's gone, that's not a problem anymore. I okay. took that off the table. But when Clark was here, waterboarding for parking tickets was a big sure. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that, 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 the only talk More about revenue. This, well, it was revenue for sure. <laughs> because you could pay to get out of the waterboarding yes. as well. Huge deal. I felt it was criminally underreported in the newspaper. It was yeah. mentioned and then it was gone like well, it never happened. This might almost be like one of the first times I've heard of that. If, so we can use here on the If the terrorists take spot. our parking spots, they've won. If we let him take the parking spot, that's a yeah. good point. Yes. That's they came for point. my parking spots and I said nothing. 
When they came for me, there was no one to say anything for me. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast for the second part of our interview with Chad Honer, where he talks about his next big project, dinner. So we prepared our meals ahead of time. And, and I've, what I said with this, like, let's plan on doing dinner live, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we'll prep, we'll on air. get dinner ready right before we eat it. You think you're reinventing the wheel here. You're, this is called eating and cooking. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is... I know, it's just probably novel. <laughs> <laughs>